All right. So here I am again to illustrate to you perfectly what the media is doing. And this is pretty serious. Report from ABC News, David Muir, the anchor, Monday, April 24th, calling it a triple-demic, which I've not heard before. Uh, what they're going to do is they're going to gin up your fear of the flu because what they say, listen to the, what, the way they describe an increase of what amounts to 300 people over the course of two weeks who have gotten the flu, children, okay? 300 people in a country the size of of America over the past two weeks, they've turned that into what they now call a triple-demic. you got to listen very carefully because of the way that they use the words to try to conjure up this image that there's just this massive problem that we're having. Here at home this evening into what some health authorities are now calling the triple-demic, COVID, flu, and the virus RSV all hitting at once, and for children particularly hard. The number of children hospitalized spiking across the country. And tonight here, what we're all... Now, the spiking that he mentions is a spike from 1,300 to 1,600 children, an increase of 300 over the course of 14 days across the United States, admittedly happening right when we're having a uh, a cold front. Kids are back in school. They're bringing viruses with them, as they normally do. We're learning about the flu for everyone. Flu cases rising earlier than usual, especially in the South, where flu seasons often get their start. The number of hospitalized adults climbing from 1,300 just two weeks ago to more than 1,600 in the last week. Okay, so what he's saying is 1,300 to 1,600 in two weeks. That's nothing. It's supposed to happen. That, that sounds normal to me. It sounds normal to me that 300 people, primarily in the South, where it tends to get a little cooler and it's still somewhat moist. Kids are outside playing more because it, it's typically hotter. And so it's natural, right? It, but yet they're turning this into, and then they say a triple epidemic COVID is involved, where COVID cases are historically low. I think the average now in the United States for deaths is somewhere around less than 200, 188. And then we have the flu, which is a natural occurring thing when you have a bunch of kids who are now going back to school. School started in September. All of these things are normal, and yet they're turning it into an epidemic. But there's a punchline here. Here's ABC's Ariel Reshef tonight. With win now She's going to take you through all of the visuals. She's going to take you to a hospital in Houston where she's going to introduce you to one teacher or one uh, health uh, frontline worker who is going to uh, send you in a panic about your child breathing. Blooming tonight, health officials are warning of a triple threat, a so-called triple-demic from flu, COVID, and the virus RSV. So that's the second time they've used the, the word triple-demic. David Muir said it. Now she's saying she's reinforcing what David Muir just said. She is re restating everything that David Muir said leading up to this report. As people pull back, no longer wear masks, congregate together, then you get a surge of infections that might have been spread out over a period of time. That's Dr. Fauci. Now, here, we took off masks uh, seven months ago. In, in some places, they probably still wear them, like Seattle or L.A., but most of us have taken off the masks already. And this idea, again, there's Dr. Fauci reinforcing this idea that people are congregating together and it's causing the flu to rise to historic levels 
And Dr. Fauci here is, is warning parents that this could be a harbinger of things to come. Things could get real bad and they could go out of control. And respiratory viruses are roaring back with a vengeance. Roaring back with a vengeance. Hospitals increasingly strained. 75% of the country's 40,000 pediatric beds are now full. Now that is according to the HHS and it's only the HHS that records that. I couldn't find it anywhere else. They're the only source. Last week it was 71%. Now they've upped it to 75% of 41,000. So that's seven times four. So that's about 2,800 beds across the United States. Or maybe it's 28. I don't know. That was kind of my quick math. This children's in Houston has more than 40 patients with RSV, at least 10 in the ICU. Now, it's interesting that they bring up RSV because RSV, again, is a naturally occurring flu bug that occurs among children. And it's a fancy way of saying respiratory, uh, respiratory disease, a viral infection, which is common among children. But what's interesting is that they don't mention, which I have seen in other reports recently published, is that the vaccinations may be weakening people's immunity response. In other words, if you got the vaccine, you may be more susceptible to getting other kinds of viruses because your, immu your immune system has been compromised. They don't mention that in this report. What they do mention in a side-handed way is that it's possible that COVID and the vaccine may be contributing to a weakened immune system for children. It's a fancy way of getting you to start to think, oh my goodness, I need to get my, my child a shot. I would look for breathing fast, breathing hard. If your child is using the extra muscles to help them breathe or they're not eating and drinking well and not making good wet diapers. Two-month-old Adrian Balka was struggling to breathe with RSV when his parents rushed him to the ER. Now, how did two-month-old uh, baby get RSV? Now, that baby would have been in vitro, eh, right? If he went under, In other words, he would have been in the womb if the mother had gotten a vaccine shot. Any connection between the COVID vaccine shot and the, and the woman's child having a compromised immune system at the age of two months old? had to be transferred to Texas Children's, where he was put on a ventilator. But tonight, Adrian is making progress. It comes as flu cases are expected to soar, the number of hospitalized flu patients climbing from around 1,300 to more than 1,600. Again, there's that quote again, 1,300 to 600, roaring back, they say. That's 300 cases over an entire country, 50 states, 300 million people. Just a week. And David, keeping in mind that triple threat, doctors stress that there are vaccines for two of these viruses, the flu and COVID, and they say it is safe for children to get both at the same time. Now, let me tell you something here. My wife got a flu vaccine shot and a COVID, her second booster, her first booster uh, last year. She's still suffering from a, a horrible, horrible disease. And I believe that it was because she got the combination of the flu shot and the COVID vaccine that she got what is now a neurological disorder that she'll live with for the rest of her life. And she's been on medication. She doesn't sleep well. She hasn't slept well. Uh, and that's because she went in, got her flu shot last year and her COVID shot. And within 24 hours, she had a problem. So here's what she says. Here's this ABC News reporter. 
telling mothers and fathers everywhere, go get your COVID shot and your flu shot at the same time. Of these viruses, the flu and COVID, and they say it is safe for children to get both at the same time. It is safe. And if something does go wrong, they're going to deny there's a connection. Do you understand that? You take your child in to get a flu shot and a COVID vaccine in the same day, you run the risk of crippling your child for the rest of their life. And when you go back to your doctor and say, I got the flu shot and the vaccine shot, they will deny there's a connection. They will flat out deny it. Let me ask you something. Did you go get a flu shot and a vaccine shot last year? Did you have any debilitating effects? Did anything happen to you? Did you get the shingles? Did you get some weird nervous disorder? Did you become crippled? If you did, let me know. Be back right after this.